Hello, and welcome to the Nutrition Diva Podcast. I'm your host, Monica Reinagel, and this week we're talking about cholesterol. Too much cholesterol can be bad for your heart, but might it be good for your brain? We spend most of our adult lives monitoring our cholesterol levels, making sure that they don't get too high. And if they do get above a certain number, our doctors are likely to put us on cholesterol-lowering drugs called statins. These drugs have a long track record of reducing deaths from heart disease. Now, statin use also appears to reduce the risk of dementia later in life, although it's not clear how much of this is due to its cholesterol-lowering effects. Statins also reduce inflammation in the body, for example, and that might protect the brain. In fact, some recent studies suggest that while high cholesterol levels at 50 may be bad news, high cholesterol levels at 80 may be just what the doctor ordered. Specifically, researchers have observed that elderly people with high LDL cholesterol levels are less likely to have dementia than those with low cholesterol levels. Although we often think of cholesterol as a threat, cholesterol is actually an essential component of healthy cells, and it's especially important in neurons or brain cells. In fact, 25% of the cholesterol in your body is in the brain. Here are a few more interesting facts about cholesterol. Most of the cholesterol in your body does not come from the food you eat. Rather, it's manufactured by your liver. Eating foods that are high in cholesterol, such as eggs and shrimp, does not have a major impact on your blood cholesterol levels. Eating foods that are high in saturated fat, on the other hand, does tend to increase blood cholesterol levels. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean that eating more saturated fat is a good way to protect yourself against dementia. Paradoxically, although high cholesterol when you're elderly might be protective, high cholesterol levels at midlife tend to be associated with a higher risk of dementia later on in life. For one thing, diets high in saturated fat tend to increase inflammation in the body, which over the long term may increase your risk of developing Alzheimer's or dementia. There are still a lot of gaps in our understanding of the relationship between cholesterol and dementia. For example, certain genes that are associated with a higher risk of Alzheimer's are also involved in how the body processes cholesterol. And the link between higher cholesterol in midlife and higher risk of dementia later on is clouded by other factors. People with high cholesterol levels often have diabetes or high blood pressure as well, and those conditions also increase the risk of dementia. It's possible that the correlation between cholesterol levels and dementia risk is more circumstantial evidence than smoking gun. It certainly wouldn't be the first time. After all, we have leapt to conclusions about cholesterol in the past that turned out to be premature, such as thinking that foods that are high in cholesterol would raise our blood cholesterol levels. And there's even a fair amount of debate over whether saturated fat even causes heart disease. How should we respond to this research showing that older people with higher LDL cholesterol levels have a lower risk of dementia? Well, I don't think we have nearly enough evidence to start advising grandpa to eat more bacon with the goal of raising his LDL cholesterol levels. As with younger and middle-aged people, I still think the best advice is to balance your intake of saturated fats with unsaturated fats, such as those found in olive oil, avocados, fish, and nuts. 
But we might want to reconsider whether we should be prescribing medications or even low-fat diets to people who are in their 80s in order to keep their cholesterol levels at 50-year-old target levels. In fact, research has shown that giving statins to older people who have elevated cholesterol but no other signs of heart disease doesn't have any benefit at all. In fact, it may sometimes do some harm. As our population gets older and lives longer, it's becoming clear that it doesn't make sense to lump everyone over the age of 18 into a single category in terms of our health benchmarks, laboratory values, medication, and nutrition recommendations. The nutritional needs of a 70-year-old are a lot different than those of a 30-year-old. And by the same token, a cholesterol reading that might be concerning in a 40-year-old might be of no consequence or even reassuring in an 80-year-old. It's also such a good reminder that prescribing medications or diets in response to individual lab values is not ideal. Recommendations should always take into consideration a patient's overall health, their health history, their lifestyle, and age-adjusted risk factors and requirements, as well as any other medications and conditions. And finally, This complex relationship between cholesterol and health is yet another example of the fact that individual foods and nutrients are rarely all good or all bad. Most play a variety of roles, and context is everything. For example, you might be interested in my past episode, How Saturated Fat Can Actually Help Your Heart. You'll find a transcript of today's episode, along with links to the research I discussed, as well as related episodes on saturated fat, cholesterol, brain health, heart health, and so much more in our archives at nutritiondiva.quickanddirtytips.com. And you'll find me on Facebook and Twitter. I'm at Nutrition Diva. Before I wrap up, I want to ask you one favor. Even though I've been doing the Nutrition Diva podcast for over 10 years now, I'm still working to make it the best show that it can be. And you can help me do that by taking a short listener survey. It's a quick way to let me know what you like about the show and what new directions you might like to see the show take in the future. You'll find the survey at bit.ly slash divapod. That's bit.ly slash divapod. Thanks so much for listening and have a great week. 